Hi, I'm Kat, marketer turned brand storyteller. And I'm Candice, educator turned entrepreneur. And you're listening to Not Nice, Clever. As CEOs and leaders, it's your job to always have the answers, but sometimes you need a little help. Leverage, if you will. We get it. This is the place for you. So wherever you're listening, 5.30 a.m. club at the gym, on your way to your next meeting, or putting out today's fire, let's get into it. In today's episode of Not Nice Clever, we're talking about how to practice gratitude as a business skill. This seemed like the perfect day to talk about this because we're dropping this episode on Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving to everyone who celebrates. We're going to be talking specifically about how we use gratitude in our businesses. So let's get started. Yeah. So before we dive into all of the things gratitude that we've seen it serve us in our personal life and our professional life. I want to call out and reframe something that I have really been seeing because this time of year, even before this time of year, people are really thinking about 2024 planning, right? They're like, what am I going to do in the new year? What am I going to accomplish? What skills and tactical support am I going to need to accomplish my goals? And I see a lot of language online about like, soft versus hard skills. And I know, Candice, your background as a former educator, you probably have seen that language too. And while some of you might think of gratitude as a quote unquote soft skill, we're revoking that definition on Not Nice Clever official today. And we want to (laughs) replace it with instead looking at it as a human skill. You've got human skills, you've got hard skills. And the hard skills, you can teach yourself, you can learn. The human skills are really more of a process and a journey and best done, in our opinion, in community. So that is really kind of what prompted us to want to do this episode. And so let's break it down because you know we like to be specific. When it comes to gratitude, and we're speaking to all of those busy CEOs, the upper level managers, people that have a lot of people depending on them time is your greatest asset. You've got families. It's the holidays, the building blocks. What can you actually break down gratitude into? And this might surprise you because again, they're going to be more human skills here. But what we found as being the essential ingredients into gratitude are attention and creativity. So Candice, I know you're very good at being present and you're super creative too. So how are you you know, using these two elements, these ingredients in your gratitude practices, like just daily, like we can start there. A couple things that I'm doing. One is I always find that I approach my day in a more positive way when I start with gratitude. Mm -hmm. So writing down three things that I'm grateful for each morning has been really, really helpful to me. And I find that I do this like consistently for three months and then fall off for a couple months. And Always because like, we're human. Why don't I feel right? And I'm like, why don't I feel so good? Oh, I forgot to do this. Mm-hmm. And so I like to write down what I'm grateful for. It feels really concrete when I do that. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing that I've committed to in this last year is if I have a positive thought about someone, I'm going to share it with that person. Because so often we think things about humans that we just never articulate. We just don't take the time to text someone or DM someone or call them and say, hey, when you said this, it impacted me in this way. And the way I came to that is because I would receive nice DMs or nice text messages. And in my head, I would think I'm not spending enough time telling the people who impact me 
how that reel impacted me or how when I listened to their podcast, I did this thing that was incredible, Mm -hmm. right? And so I want to just thank people. If I think something nice, I'm going to say something nice. Yeah. And that has been really game changing because it really does open opportunities. And I'm not saying to do it if it's not genuine, but when it is genuine, there's often collaboration that can happen. And that's one of my values is collaboration. Mm -hmm. And so if I say something nice to someone and they're vibing with me, there might be opportunities there that I haven't thought of. Maybe it's a speaking opportunity. Maybe it's a podcast guest that I could be on. I'm not saying that 100% of the time that's the case, Mm -hmm. but if I'm demonstrating gratitude to a person, they're more likely to remember me. And who knows what's going to happen from there? Who knows? And truly, too, the one thing that I have noticed, like you were saying, like if you fell off after a few months, you're like, what is going on? Why am I just not like in it and optimistic and excited? It's because of just the natural phenomenon. It's called the reticular activating system. R-A-S. Sorry, this just came to mind. I think Chelsea had posted about it. And even um, Mel Griffin is is another creator that I follow on Instagram. The long and the short of it is whatever you focus on will amplify. So this can account for like, let's say Candace, when I first met Sugar and she was a a black lab rescue, I started seeing black labs like everywhere, like on ads, Mm -hmm. on social, like when I was walking down the street, like in DC. And so like whatever you draw your attention to, your brain is going to be like, cool, let's create more of that. Let's focus on more of that. So that's a huge, powerful thing that your brain does. But if you use it intentionally and you're focusing on expressing gratitude for people you look up to, mentors, colleagues, even your kids, taking that time to slow down and to pause and appreciate can really amplify and magnify in ways that you probably aren't even aware of in that moment. But over time, we see the power of it, right? Yep. One question that we ask our guests on Not Nice Clever is, What's one thing that you have today that you used to dream about? Oh. And if I ever feel stuck in my, what am I grateful for today? I go back to that question Mm -hmm. because so much of my life today are things that I used to dream about or things that I didn't even have the courage to dream about at one point. Mm -hmm. So I go there and then there's, you know, a full list of a hundred things or more that so many things. And I think when you are intentional about being grateful and demonstrating that gratitude, you approach everything through a different lens Mm -hmm. and it can really amplify all of the work that you do. Mm -hmm. So those are a couple things that I do to practice gratitude regularly. I love it. And additionally, like, it's so funny. I'm going to give Shane a shout out here because he just resurrected 6am club, which was something that I had been doing in 2021 and part of 2022, but I stopped doing it essentially when I moved from Miami to DC because, oh my gosh, isn't it so much harder to get out of bed when it's like cold outside and you just want to get cozy? But shout out to Shane. I wouldn't know. I live in San Diego, okay. California. So. Yes. And I will one day too. <laughs> We're going to manifest that. Yes. But Shane brought back 6am club. And so one of the main things about 6am club that I loved was that we did start with gratitude and affirmations. And if you think about, you know, the amount of minutes you have in a day and the amount of thoughts that you have and the amount of decisions you can make before you hit decision fatigue on a daily basis, imagine if you get somebody else's thoughts in your head first before your own, or you watch somebody else's content, or you read a text message from somebody else, them dumping a problem on you or coming to you with a fire, right? Like if you're a busy, busy CEO and leader, imagine how much more grounded you would feel if you started your day with thoughts that were in your control. 
and focusing your attention where you want it to focus, where you're like, yes, more, please. I want more of that in my life. So powerful. Very. I tell myself three things every single day. I know these three things. They're so good. I'm wise and successful. I'm healthy and strong. I have a loving and giving heart. Mm. And if at any point I feel like those are not true, I analyze how I'm spending my time and what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Because if I don't feel healthy, there's probably something I could do about it. If I don't feel like I'm loving and kind, there's probably something I could do about it. Mm -hmm. But that's how I want to show up. And so I tell myself those three things. And right now you mentioned that, you know, if you're a busy CEO, you are the leader and the leader is often the one who is putting out the fires. Mm -hmm. What is that saying? Heavy is the head that wears the crown. Heavy hangs the crown. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It was interesting because I remember when we had Ryan Serhant on, Mm -hmm. he talked about how he only ever sees the fires at this point in his career. Mm -hmm. And that made me think that it's even more important to say hey, this was really powerful. When you did this, it made an impact. I appreciated that. And just like take the time to send him an email. Take the time to send him a text. Be like, hey, this was awesome. Mm -hmm. Because hearing too much bad news or so many fires can mess with your energy. Mm -hmm. And as you know, this work all has to do with energy. Oh, yeah. Energy can renew day after day, but it is finite in the day. And so those moments are precious with how you spend them for sure. The other thing about this too, you know, and this kind of goes back to a prior episode that we recorded about like, reach out to that person does not matter how busy they are. You have no idea how great a DM like that can can seem to them. I don't care how busy or famous or notorious or wealthy they are like more money, more problems, like take the time to express that moment of gratitude, because it's almost like the paying it forward movement where when somebody does something nice for me or they say something nice to me, I'm that much more likely to want to reciprocate maybe with them or maybe with somebody else that I see. And so you have the power of that Mm -hmm. positive spiral is so important and just like making gratitude a part of, this is going to sound so cheesy, but like the fabric of your everyday life, truly. (laughs) The fabric of your life. Is that like Hallmark? Is that the tagline of like a cotton commercial or something (laughs) oh my god oh shit is it the fabric of your life they got me i have no idea 30 years of marketing charmin good good on you (laughs) we only buy charmin in this household hilarious the other building block of gratitude we talked about attention and appreciation also creativity this is one thing that i have gotten so much better at in just i would say the past year is keeping blank spaces on my calendar where the challenge of maintaining those blank spaces so that you can have the spaciousness to like cast a vision, daydream, go out there, move your body. My best ideas never happen when I'm sitting in my home office. I don't know about you, Candace. No, they happen on a road trip from Southern California to After Las you Vegas. After you forgot your passport. Yeah. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but the wide open road is where I have mm. all of my best ideas. Yep. And I actually... Might be the same for me too, because like I've always seen driving as very therapeutic. And when I texted you to start this podcast, I literally was in my car. You know, I was doing that thing that like sometimes we do where you you have all the things like the engines rolling down, like the music still playing on the radio, but you're just sitting in your car on your phone and like Oh yeah. yeah. And then that was like literally That's when I texted space. you. It is a, it's right, it's <laughs> it like a little cocoon. Like yeah. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. nothing can get you and you can just take off and hit the open road the moment you want to. But yeah, like creativity, truly, it doesn't happen when you're feeling in a rut. It does not happen when you're getting pulled from meeting to meeting to meeting. Again, keeping in mind like 
imagine if I'm even talking to Ryan, like trying to tell him or CEOs like him, save some space for the creativity, for the daydreaming, for the spaciousness, for the really good world-changing ideas, right? That doesn't happen in meetings. And for me, that comes with my environment. Like I'm really lucky to live in San Diego where I just get to go walk and look at the water. Mm -hmm. There's something about the water that helps me feel creative or like I have more space. Yeah. And even thinking about the room that you're sitting in right now or everything, the car that you're in, is it full of junk and is it messy? Maybe clean it up. Like just think Mm -hmm. about how you can do small things in your own space to make it feel better. Maybe that's light a candle. Maybe that's, Mm. you know, change up your throw pillows. Maybe that's declutter. Maybe that's getting rid of most things in that room. Oh, I'm ruthless minimalist. I love that. (laughs) I know. Me too. Actually, I'm thinking of doing like a minimalist challenge, which I've done in the past and I might wait, wait, what is that? do that again. So in the past, Corey and I did this challenge where every day we got rid of a thing for like the whole month. So I was thinking in December, mm-hmm. it's like day one, you get rid of one thing. Day two, you get rid of two things. Day three, you get rid of three things. And then like get rid of a shit ton oh my gosh, of stuff I at do the that. end of it. And you've, you let's do it in December. Okay, you want to do done. it? Yeah. Well, we'll record an episode it. about okay. it too for our clever crew listening okay, in. That'll be amazing. Yeah. But it just makes you feel lighter, like you have more space. Yes, spaciousness. Yeah, and then you are more creative and you don't realize how stupid shit is just weighing you down. Like, I don't know, just like a paperweight that you got in high school that you still have. Like, why? Like, get rid of it. They're just dumb things that you have around your house. Sentiment. Yeah. I mean, sentiment is useful sometimes, but not if it weighs down your creativity and it keeps you from being visionary. No. Marie Kondo says you thank it and then you let it go. You hold it in your Mm -hmm. hand, you say thank you for the thing, and then you just let it go. Play some Fallout Boy and then just... (laughs) (laughs) Music for me truly will change my mood. Like if I... Will Will always knows what mood I'm in based on what music is coming from the home office. We'll know whether it's safe to enter or not. (laughs) (laughs) And speaking just about being creative, I have been helping my clients to think about kind of going back to the idea of being human online or doing the same thing that you do to build relationships in person. How do they translate to the online world? Mm. And I recently developed what I call the virtual high five. I love that you named it. Now it's a thing. Yeah. You have to name it. Okay. So what is it? Tell tell the people. So virtual high five is if you do something cool, Kat, in real life, I'd be like, awesome. Maybe I'd give you a high five. Yeah. Right. And you know what that means and you feel good and we have a little bonding moment mm-hmm. because I recognize you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Respect. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> but maybe we're not in the same room. Like we're never in the same room basically. Ever. <laughs> so how can I give you a virtual high five? Mm-hmm. I can grab a picture of you on stage at the event. I can grab that picture that you and I took in San Francisco. I can post it on my Instagram story and I could say the thing that I'm proud of you for. Like mm-hmm. Kat killed it on stage at LFG. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Right. I post that. I tag you. You feel good. All my followers see it. Your followers see Mm -hmm. it. And that is an example. It's one example of many ways you can give someone a virtual high five. Mm -hmm. I like that. And that builds relationships just as it would if I were giving you one in person. Yeah. Well, because even more effectively, I think like obviously we have the barrier of 3000 miles and technology as distance, but you're like seeing me and appreciating me and hyping me up. And you yeah. know, I love being a good hype man. And and using my stage to help you, yeah. right? 
And I think that people don't understand the power of your audience, Mm -hmm. which is something that when we're talking about brand building, we're always thinking about the power of your audience. Mm -hmm. If I build an audience that is loyal, of course, someone's going to want to be in front of that audience. Mm -hmm. And notice that you're not saying following you're saying audience, no. right? We're not talking about just the yeah. top line followers. We're talking no, about people the real who are actually paying attention. Right, yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people that we can name because they're in our DMs because they are talking to us. And if we need a favor, there's many people we can text right now who'd be like, done. Mm-hmm. Because we have an audience that knows, likes, and trusts us. The trust is there. And it's there. And so I would just say, if you're thinking about being more human online, try the virtual high five. Let me know how that goes. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I have a virtual high five story, kind of. Oh, okay, sure. Okay, so Brooke, I met her at LFG in San Francisco a couple weeks ago. It's Arjun's event. Mm -hmm. And Brooke came up to me after and asked me, hey, Candice, in the reactivation part of your presentation, you said use the nine-word email. What is that? I said, girl, Google it, use it, let me know how it goes. Mm -hmm. Okay. She did it. Of course, she's an action taker. She sends me a screenshot she said, girl, this worked. <gasps> Sends me a screenshot of business? the email. Yes, yeah, she got something. Watch. Hold on. Let me. I'm going to find it. Oh, my goodness. This is the DM that I got from Brooke. Mm-hmm. She said the nine word email worked with three exclamations. And she took a screenshot. It says, good morning, Brooke. Thanks for following up. Yes, we're still interested. But the biggest challenge has been the lack of options to consider. Mm. They're trying to buy a home. Yep. There hasn't been very many homes available that we've liked enough to consider pursuing. But while walking the dog yesterday, I did see a house in our neighborhood with a signpost, but there wasn't a for sale sign yet in their front lawn. It looks like it's going to be going up for sale soon, so I wanted to ask if you can find out anything about this. Here's the address. So he gives it to Mm -hmm. her. If the price is within our budget, I think this one's going to be great. We're still hopeful that something will come up, but there just hasn't been much lately. Thank you so much for your time. Oh my gosh. This person is interested. They're giving her some 411 on what's going on. Yes. They're like, hey, if you can make this happen, we're in. This is our true concern because we trust you. Yeah. This is our budget. We're not playing games. Yes. We're not playing games. And we here's the address of one that we think is coming to market. Do you have any intel? Oh my gosh. More of this, please, for you, Brooke. Yes. Right. Wow. And I feel like she sent this to me in a DM. She said, thank you. The nine word email, whatever. I sent her a little emoji, like little dancing emoji. Yeah. And that's to me a virtual high five. That is like me saying or her telling me that, hey, I'm listening. I tried it. it it's working. Thank you. Okay. Now what? I just want to do more of that. More. Let's go talk more about yes. that. Yeah. Anyways, Google the nine word email. Thank us later. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. So to kind of bring it all together, when you're thinking about incorporating practices of gratitude, whether it's in your morning routine or with a virtual high five, as as Candace said, and wanting to make space for creativity and spaciousness in your life, really think about these, you know, few recommendations. You want to make it personal, right? It's about you. You're a human. I don't care what company you're the CEO of. That's incredible, but you weren't born a CEO. You might've been born to be a CEO, but you weren't born in like a suit and a tie, you know, and some killer pumps. Also CEOs don't always wear that and that's okay. That's true. You weren't born in a backwards leather jacket or a leather jacket. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Thank you for calling that out. Leather jacket leaders, where you at? Be personal, right? Be personal, be human, please. It will be very hard to be successful in business if you can't be human. Be clear about 
what it is you're grateful for, what vision it is you want to cast for yourself, what you want more of. Be very clear because your brain is listening. Your brain will focus on whatever you tell it to focus on. And the universe is also listening. Be generous, right? You shining the spotlight on somebody else does not dim yours. In fact, I think it makes you even more of a badass. Be consistent and be public too, aka fuck the OPOs. They don't matter. Put them in the incinerator and be very strategic too. This is your life. It's your business. What do you want more of? How can you feel more of it and feel good about it? And also just have the time to breathe and appreciate and slow down because so many people go so, so quickly through this life. And then they're like, wow, how did 10 years pass by? And I'm like, I never want to have that conversation. Do you, Candace? No. Also remember to demonstrate gratitude to yourself Mm -hmm. because it can be easy to forget that you are also growing and you're learning and you're trying new things and you want to demonstrate that gratitude. Like be grateful that you had the courage to do something new and to set a new goal. That's something that you want to honor. It matters. So happy Thanksgiving to everyone who celebrates to our clever crew in the States. Happy belated Thanksgiving to our clever crew in Canada. And we hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions for us, feel free to shoot us a DM on Instagram at NotNiceClever. We'll record you an answer. Thanks for joining us on Not Nice Clever. Remember to follow Not Nice Clever wherever you listen to audio. And if you haven't already, drop that five-star review. Share your takeaways. Tell us your story. We love to hear it. Signing off, you're not so nice, but oh so clever. Besties that mean business. See you soon.